Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The Clippers are back in the game. The Kraken make a surprise head coaching hire. Plus, Rick Carlisle returns to Indiana. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. As they have two other times already this postseason, the L.A. Clippers in a 2-0 hole win game three, this time 106-92 in a game where Phoenix really struggled to get their guards going. Chris Paul back from the COVID list and Devin Booker combined for a 10 of 40 Shooting night. Joining me now from Locked On Clips, Charles Mockler and Charles. Uh, we we knew coming in that that Chris Paul was going to play. Uh, we didn't know what his impact was going to be. So, how much was what he was unable to do a a, a reason that the Clippers were able to pull out this game three win? Um, you know, I, I think it's it's obviously a major factor. Anytime Chris Paul can't perform like Chris Paul usually performs, the other team's probably going to have a shot at it. Um, but the Clippers made it harm for him. They were physical. Um, we got to see some some elite Pat Beverly-ness in this game, which the Clippers absolutely needed. Uh, and it was interesting, you know, a lot of people were saying, um, you know, with Chris Paul out, it takes a lot of speed away from the Suns' offense, and that might hurt them. I wasn't really in agreement with that, but watching his first game back, at least, there definitely was some rust that, coupled with the speed change in their offense, I think really threw off their rhythm. And campaign being out for the second half was a huge blow to the Suns tonight. Yeah, you mentioned Patrick Beverly. I mean, he's it seems like, at least to my eyes, he's been the the second best clipper in this series. I mean, what what is what he's done defensively and the attitude and the swagger that he has has brought to this series? What has that meant to the Clippers? Well, I do think Reggie Jackson maybe take offense with you saying he's been the second best clipper, but um they'll figure it out between themselves. Um he, what it means is huge. He's peaking at the right time. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to tell Patrick Beverly. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything to Patrick Beverly. That is very fair. Uh, but he's peaking at the right time, right? Clippers fans are used to seeing Patrick Beverly, kind of maybe, you know, have some, you know, health issues or something like that this time in the postseason. But it's been the complete opposite. He's played fantastic defense. He only had one foul. He hit a huge three during this tiny little span in the last two minutes where the Clippers really put it away. Then they emptied the bench. But, I mean, he's up there with Reggie for our second most important player. And if he's peaking right now, his legs, you know, that that anti-fatigue factor is going to be big. The other thing about this is that the Suns shot uh, less than 40%. Uh, overall, they shot 31% from three. Uh, how much of this is just, hey, Phoenix missed some shots. And, and you know, maybe moving forward, they're going to make more of those shots. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Um, the last game, the Suns, I think they made six threes. They, sh- they, ma- they went six of 17 or something like that from three, which was not good. Um, there was a little bit of home cooking, I think, tonight with the crowd uh, for the Clippers. They were really feeding off that. But the rotations, I mean, Tyloo might have found something. Um, we saw some small ball lineups that worked as well as they possibly could have. Um, Paul George, you know, they started Terrence Mann and Patrick Beverly, which I think gave Paul George some rest. Um, in terms of guarding guards, because he, you know, he's put a lot out there, um, you know, effort-wise recently. But it remains to be seen. I can't imagine that Chris Paul will have and Devin Booker will have as poor a game on Saturday. But the Clippers might be able to say something about that. 
Locked On Today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, the Kraken make a surprising head coaching hire. That's next. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Montreal Canadiens shock the world and make their first Stanley Cup final since Janet Jackson had the number one song. Hey there, everyone. This is Laura Saba of Locked On Canadians. The Montreal Canadiens have made the Stanley Cup final for the first time since 1993. There's not much you can nitpick about a game in which the Canadians punch their ticket to the dance. And that's not what we're going to do tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights played a really difficult game tonight at times playing like they were back in the series and the Montreal Canadiens ended up prevailing in overtime. They'll tell you that they had no doubt, but those of us observing might have had some. It is a great night in Montreal and all of the players on this team, every last one deserves credit for knowing their role, being committed, putting in the effort, understanding what they need to do and what it takes to get here. And this is all the more impressive considering so many of the players on this team have not even had long chances in the playoffs before this year. And so your Montreal Canadiens are headed to the Stanley Cup final. That fourth game is always the hardest one to win, but boy, is it satisfying to see. And it remains to be seen how many more miracles these guys have up their sleeves for us. Giannis Antetokounmpo is on the clock. No, this is not a draft thing. In the NBA's two-minute report following the Bucks' 116-113 loss to the Hawks in Game 1, they said that Giannis should have been whistled for a 10-second violation on each of his first two free throws with 5.3 seconds left. The length of Antetokounmpo's free throw routine has been a hot topic throughout the playoffs. He was called for a 10-second violation in Milwaukee's Game 1 victory in the first round against the Miami Heat and again in its Game 3 win over the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference semifinals. A lot going on with the Mavericks. That would be an understatement. They are reportedly progressing in talks to make Hall of Fame point guard Jason Kidd the franchise's new head coach. Mavs owner Mark Cuban is also close to hiring a new general manager who has signed off on the Kidd candidacy. The Mavericks have offered longtime Nike executive Nico Harrison a front office leadership position and are optimistic that Vice President of Basketball Operations Michael Finley will remain with the franchise. The Pittsburgh Steelers announced on Thursday that they released six-time Pro Bowl guard David DeCastro. DeCastro was released with a non-football injury designation. The Steelers later agreed to terms with former Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner on a one-year deal. The 31-year-old DeCastro has been battling ankle issues and is evaluating whether surgery is required. There is also some reporting. DeCastro may end up retiring. The good news for the Steelers is at least their aging quarterback has showed no sign of physical decline, and they didn't just take a running back in the first round. Or wait. <laughs> That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for tonight on betonline.ag. The Milwaukee Bucks look to rebound in Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals as they host the Atlanta Hawks. The betonline.ag line for this game is the Bucks giving seven and a half. The best two words in sports. Game seven tonight between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders with a trip to the Stanley Cup final on the line. The betonline.ag line for this game is Tampa 
giving a goal and a half. For all your NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoff, MLB, or golf odds, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. The NHL is getting ready to release the Kraken, the Seattle Kraken, the latest expansion franchise from the National Hockey League has hired a new head coach, Dave Haxtell, and it was a surprising choice, one that social media has, as social media is wont to do. Plenty of thoughts on, let's get thoughts from the new host of our Kraken podcast, Erica Ayala. And Erica, what do you think of tabbing Haxtell to lead this franchise? It's definitely an interesting choice, Haxtell coming into the announcement earlier today, or yesterday, I suppose, <laughs> was not um, was not a leading candidate. Is not someone that we were hearing, and but we found out from general manager Ron Francis that he's been in the running since last summer and has stayed pretty consistent. There are roughly eight candidates we found out from Ron Francis today in the press conference. And Haxtell was one of those that had multiple interviews within that run. Again, going up to last summer, he has coached in the NHL before with the Flyers. Didn't end particularly well. He addressed that to some limited capacity. But ultimately, this is billed as a dream come true for Haxtell and a second opportunity for him as well. So anytime there's a new team in any league, there is this rush of excitement. This was not the move to create that rush of excitement, right? Was there one out there that you saw that you go, okay, this was the choice to create a little bit of extra buzz? Because we also we already had a little bit of social buzz. Obviously, the name has got people excited. It evinces this, you know, th- th- this fantastic idea in our mind. So was there a coaching hire that you thought would have better fit you know, maybe the the branding of all of this. It's hard to say, honestly, from my perspective. I don't know that the Seattle Kraken were going to be at their high marks with a coaching selection. Uh, one is because NHL coaches really move around a lot. And the culture of mm-hmm. hockey has also kind of cracked down on what many people might consider an old school way of coaching. So some of the other names, John Tortorella, definitely a polarizing figure, but an effective coach if, you know, from the wins and losses perspective, but, but a hard coach, Um, you know, Rich, Rick Tockett, excuse me, another name, um, as well as Tony Granato, who would have been nice because his sister, Cammie Granato, is already in the Kraken system. And we already see that through the Boyd family, the Seattle Kraken have hired, uh, you know, and kept it all in the family, have a family affair. So those were some of the other names. Um, but I just wonder if, given the experience and maybe trying to avoid and evade some of the drama that has followed head coaches if maybe this is the best case scenario in in an odd roundabout way what does rick carlisle bring to the pacers our cue of the day is next today's episode is brought to you by built bar built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar the best tasting protein bar ever truly I got a, a note the other day from a friend of mine who just said the coconut almond is the best flavor 
Uh, I have to agree. Of the standard flavors, the coconut almond is almost literally a candy bar, except you're talking about something that is low sugar, low cal, high protein, high fiber. It is a modern miracle of engineering. I don't know how they do it. Uh, and frankly, I don't care because they are just delicious, all covered in 100% chocolate and every flavor seemingly better than the last to try it. Or to go back and get more, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKS15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. It's not exactly the story from Hoosiers. Rick Carlisle returning to Indiana as an NBA champion. In some ways, it is the prodigal son returns joining me now from locked on Pacers Tony East and Tony uh, the Pacers made a somewhat surprising coaching change after just one season uh, you were on the show talking about that what does Rick Carlisle bring to this team in this moment yeah Rick Carlisle one of the best X's and O's coaches in the NBA which is huge for any team right he's known to be very good at adapting his style his coaching strategy his X's and O's philosophies to the team that he has and even with Dallas that he was just with, you saw him go from a team that was centered around Dirk Nowitzki and played more through him to a more guard-heavy team with Luka Doncic and played through them. So best X's and O's coach available on the market by a pretty sizable amount. And for the Pacers to go out and get him is so big for this team that has had good coaches. You know, Nate McMillan was his franchise's coach before Bjorkren and did a good job with the Pacers, but lost the locker room at the end. But Still needed someone to take this step forward in the X's and O's department. Uh, Bjorkman wasn't able to do it. Carlisle, though, his his resume suggests that he will be perfect for it. He was very good with the Mavericks, got them to the best offense of all time two seasons ago. Uh, that has since been surpassed by numerous teams this season as the NBA becomes more offensive focused. But, uh, yeah, very brilliant X's and O's coach, good at fitting guys into his scheme. And with the Pacers roster full of guys with unique skill sets, uh, I think he can do a very good job bringing this team together. There is an element of of Carlisle uh, in terms of his temperament that um, you know he he did not mesh with let's say Rajon Rondo in in Dallas and there has been issues with Luka Doncic that have now been uh, widely documented. This is a Pacers team with good young talent. Do you think this is a good fit from a temperament standpoint? That stuff is impossible to perfectly predict. You never know how guys are going to respond to different kinds of leadership. Because when the Pacers moved from McMillan to Bjorker, and that was something that they heavily wanted in their coaching hire was a good communicator. And Bjorker looked like he was going to be that in the interview process, and it didn't work out to be the case. And certainly there has been those reports, like you said, about Carlisle rubbing guys the wrong way throughout his time, basically in the whole NBA, even back to you know his first head coaching jobs. Um, so it's just who he is. And you can't just shrug it off and say, oh, it's who he is. It's nothing. You know, For a Pacers team that has had issues with two consecutive coaches, from the, as, as Pacers president Kevin Pritchard calls it, the human management side of coaching. Yeah, it's certainly a factor that he's had run-ins with with former players, but there's a point where he, you become so good at X's and O's that you just do the hire anyway and you make the guys figure it out, right? Eventually, the Pacers can't just complain about the communication style of every coach. Eventually, they're going to have to, you know, man up and, and be pros about it. And if they're winning games and have the best basketball coach for it, that certainly helps wash away some of any bad blood that's going on in the locker room. So certainly something to consider with Carlisle. I'm sure the Pacers thought about it, especially given how the last two coaching tenures have ended. But uh, I think they kind of have to throw it to the wayside, given how good he is resume-wise and how good of a fit he is for the team right now. 
And finally, Heat guard Tyler Hero was working out Thursday morning with assistant coach Chris Quinn and Eric Glass when they were told there was a more pressing need. Before long, Hero, Quinn, and Glass had left the team's arena for the short drive north to Surfside, Florida, where a 12-story beachfront condo building collapsed around 1.30 a.m. At least three people were killed, nearly 100 were unaccounted for, and a team of rescuers were searching the rubble with hope of finding anyone alive. The Heat Trio helped load a truck with water, food, and other essentials. What happens on the basketball court is one thing, but Tyler Hero and those assistant coaches truly were heroes in this moment. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up Monday. Who will be one step closer to the NBA Finals? We'll have the latest. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today.